Hello, everybody, and welcome to part two of Half Gen's Game of the Year celebration extravaganza. I am returning with my same cohorts as last time. I've got a Ross Orlando. Hey! I've got a Nat doesn't want you to know his last name. The most inconsistently consistent guest. <laughs> yes. I got a Tony Van. I died. And I got a Jerry Garza. Hello. Bumble the I want you guys to know. Oh no, I'm sorry. You're right. I got a Jerry Garza. Target. Um, I pointed every time I said that. I pointed as if you guys were in the room. Perfect. To really sell it, you know. I I have to believe it. No other way. To have an intro that like that, you know. Self. Was I on the right or was I on the left? Uh, so Ross was on my left. And then it went in order. So it was Ross. You're in my kind of like front left. It's, it's so like a, it's Ross a, on the far left. You're on the circle. front left. And the, yeah, so we're around the table. So I'm making eye contact with you right now. <laughs> like Alcohol's Anonymous? Like. We're making eye contact <laughs> like, right yeah, now. That's Intimate Boys right there. Hi, uh, I'm Tony. Uh, I'm here because uh, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Hi, Tony. Um, just another. So we recapped at the end of last episode, just in case it's been a while and you know, took forever. Um, Go just another <laughs> quick rundown. Best setting control, best character, Deacon St. John, best multiplayer, Risk of Rain 2, best performance, Elizabeth Grulon, um, uh, best voice acting, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, best add-on content, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers, biggest letdown, Anthem, biggest surprise, Greedfall, best new IP, The Outer Worlds, Best Indie, Risk of Rain 2. Best Sequel, Prequel, Successor, whatever. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. And Best Remake, Remaster, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. Uh, today, we are starting off with Best Track. Uh, excuse me. The nominees are... You Are the Jumpmaster, Apex Legends. Uh, that's supposed to say Nimbus. I just realized I spelled that wrong. I, um, I thought it Numbus. was just a made-up word. <laughs> Numbus. Nimbus. It's clearly uh, crack, Numbus. Crackdown 3. Uh, Hell or High Water, Days Gone. Fodlin Winds, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Daredevil, Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown. Devil Trigger, Devil May Cry 5. The Sanctified Mind, Destiny 2, Shadowkeep. Galron's Deception, Destiny 2, Annual Pass. Uh, and whatever the hell that Kingdom Hearts <laughs> name is... Uh, Oscrutia di Zenhort? Zenhort? Oh, Zenhort? You mean Oscrita di Zenhort? Yes. I tried. You did. And well, I was Give it a round of applause for Ross. Thanks, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. The real girthy boy. Okay. Yeah, got it. That's what they call me. Big girthy <laughs> It's like moves. Tony in the background. He got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he did it. So for me, uh, after, uh, mine's between two tracks. <laughs> okay. Um, listen. I, I'm, I'm playing from behind here, okay? I'm going to make this a little easy right now. Nimbus is a fantastic track, and if you haven't listened to it, you should. Um, really enjoyable. It's the main menu music for Crackdown, and it's just got a really good, like... I can listen to that forever, you know? It's one of those tracks that it's just like you bob your head, and it's like... It's getting you ready for a game that will never live up to that, but boy, is it a Damn. fun track. <laughs> um, so I'm going to get rid of that. I don't think I can cross that off. So, okay. I can't cross that off. Um, I want to get out here. Okay, somebody else crossed it off for me. Thank you. Um, Thanks for I want to get work. out here. 
and I think it's because I keep highlighting it. Okay, everyone, just yeah, get you, off the goddamn just, list. Just click on it, the cell, and then yeah, just... Yeah, okay, you're right, yeah. Um, hell or high water, day's gone, okay? This requires some context. This is a licensed track for the game. Um, at this point in the game, Deacon... This is spoilers. We're in spoiler territory, okay? Um, I know some of you guys are interested in playing this game. Are you okay with spoilers? I mean, I would prefer not, but okay. you know, um, if it's necessary. It's necessary to explain the value of the track? Well, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, it's not a direct spoiler. So Deacon has information for someone he is looking for. He has a good idea that they are possibly on the other side of this mountain. And the only way to get there is he has to go to this guy and basically be like, look, you know, I know we're not supposed to cross this mountain. I need to go there. Because there's someone I'm looking for, and I'm pretty positive they're there. So he has to cross hell and high water. No, so so Iron Mike takes him there, but he says, if I take you there and you cross that mountain, you can't come back. There is no coming back from this. I don't want to see you in my camp ever again. And he's like, whatever it takes, I'm going. And so you ride up, and he leaves you, and he says, this is as far as I go. You know, I hope you find who you're looking for. Good luck. <laughs> rides away and you're just on this quiet like bike ride and this music kicks in and it's just a very like touching emotional track and like you're just kind of riding went with you until that point uh iron mike was oh he's a bitch okay (laughs) um but no so you're riding and this music is playing and like when you have the context of who you're looking for like it's it's so much more like meaningful and, like, it's just, it's, it's snowing, and it's this, like, dangerous mountain pass, and Deacon's just riding, like, no turning back. He he left behind, like, his, his, his colors from his MC, like, he left everything behind, and it's just going, like, doesn't know what's gonna happen, doesn't even know if what he's looking for is there, and it was just, like, I was, I did that, and, like, immediately stopped and YouTubed it so I could watch it again. Because I was just like, holy shit. Like, it was perfect. It was a perfect sequence. And that song made it. Okay. Uh, Otherwise, for my others, um, for Sanctified Mind is, I think, some of the... Sanctified Mind and Galron's Deception are two of the best boss tracks in Destiny, period. Like, they're just, like, I don't even like the boss all that much from Galran's Deception, but I could listen to that music all day. And Sanctified Mind is one of the most original tracks the game has ever had. They're both very different from what you expect from, like, the traditional swelling orchestra. Uh, Galran's Deception has a lot of, like, uh, you know, like, technical effects and stuff like that that make it feel, like, really, like... It just feels very different from what you expect from them. When you when you expect like the swelling orchestra and like the chanting monks and stuff like that, it's very different from that. So is Sanctified Mind. It's got like a very haunting like single like female vocal running over it, and it's just a very like digital like synth heavy track with a lot of like guitar. I really like it. Okay. And you are the jump masters when you jump in Apex, which is like <laughs> the most exciting part of any Apex match when that music kicks in. It's fantastic. For anybody who wants to listen to it, I think it starts at if anybody wants to click that link, it starts at about 118. So I think the best way cuz this is 
probably the most subject subjective category we have. Um, who does anyone have a particular track they want to die on a hill for? I like Devil Trigger a lot. Yeah, I Devil also like Devil Trigger good. a lot. Yeah. yeah, the new Devil Trigger they have for Devil Cry Five is excellent. When you get into that prologue, that's really what made me want to play that game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, what about Daredevil, Ace Combat 7? I mean, that's my Daredevil's pick, a good but track. I'm going with Devil Trigger. Okay. Daredevil is really good. Yes. It, it, the rhythm of it is... It's got uh, a really good build-up to it. Like, yeah. it's constantly growing. Like, because that of the, way, the mission that... Uh, more and more intense. That uh, the soundtrack is in is... Like, it starts off kind of slow, and then it does build up. So it kind of just keeps the rhythm of the actual mission going so uh but devil trigger was was really good uh jerry do you want to die on a hill for your italian anime nonsense um, do you want to die on the hill for kingdom hearts <laughs> <laughs> i would for that song yeah okay okay can we only? I can only die on one hill, huh? <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right, listen. <laughs> one listen. singular hill. Listen, all right. I am going to make concessions here. Uh, I'm going to get rid of both of my Destiny tracks in exchange. Um, how do we feel about Jumpmaster? Do we like that song enough to keep it? Like that it's, w- it's that okay. Was my- that was my second choice after. That was Devil one Trigger. of my top choices. Is like that like, song is just I could listen to that forever. Like, Devil Trigger it, 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 still it enhances one, the game. But, yeah. Okay, um, Fodlin wins the battle theme from Fire Emblem. It's good. It's real good. It's real good. But in terms of just a singular song, okay. I feel like I'd still go Devil Trigger. All right. Okay. So listen, if we have to die on a hill, uh, I hell if, or high water. If I have to Man. die on something other than. Uh, Xehanort, it's gonna be Devil Trigger. Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't pot- Ah, oh, Man, why do I always pick contextual songs? Yeah, oh, the, the hardest to win. This song is so good! It's just- It's when you, so perfect in the moment, you have no idea! It's very difficult. Fuck, you are the jump master. Just vote for that. <laughs> Everybody has jumped in that game and said, wow, this is a good song. <laughs> Nah, yeah, the, they, uh, the new takes <laughs> they have you. on it <laughs> do sound pretty good too. The what? The new takes they have on the song. The, yeah, the they different. remixed it a couple times for yeah. some of the seasonal stuff. Yeah, Devil Trigger. Double wins. Trigger. My vote. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, but Devil Trigger is a really good song. Man, it's been uh, it's been in there throughout the entirety of Devil May Cry. I thought I was going to at least Devil get a shot to argue for Hell or High Water. <laughs> it's just, it's so Man. tough when the song is so contextual and you're. And no if you one haven't has played it. If you haven't it, experienced yeah. it, it's it's it's. <coughs> that should be enough, though. All right, fuck it. I'm. Mm, all right. Um, best music. I'll, I'll read it. Uh, best music: original score or licensed. Crackdown three, Dusk, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, Days Gone, Destiny two, Forsaken Annual Pass and Shadowkeep, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Metro Exodus, A Medieval, Control, Ace Combat Seven, and Need for Speed Heat. <laughs> All right, hot take. Are you ready? Hot I wanted take. to nominate Catherine, but I realized nobody else heard it, and it would be a hard sell. So, 
I actually I like got the, the music ho- in Catherine a lot. Not gonna lie. I've got the hottest of takes. Destiny 2 wins. Des- Bungie's making the best music in the industry, and nobody else is even close. Fire Emblem <sighs> Three Houses wins this category. Yep. No. Yep. No. Yep. Destiny yep. 2. Fire Emblem really gets like my vote speed through, through all the anime. Heat. A lot. Heat does have a good soundtrack. Tony. I think Destiny he has an wins. exceptional contract. Listen, I'm not sticking with Ace Combat 7. Ace Combat 7's soundtrack is really great. Kiki Kobayashi's. Keith's the one I would listen to. Not so, so we got, we I have got, a playlist. We got two one one one. Perfect. But I'm partial to Fire Emblem, so I'll switch to that. <laughs> so is the music that Chris doesn't like. <laughs> this is the only music categories that Chris gets but screwed on. Fire <laughs> Emblem has some of the greatest pieces though. Fire Emblem is not nearly as consistently good as Destiny 2 soundtrack. For Forsaken Annual Pass or Shadowkeep, it is not as nearly as consistently good as that soundtrack. Period. They are making such, like, it's not just the same music they've been making forever. They're making original tracks. They're making stuff for guns. Like, hey, here's a mission for one gun. You're going to run it maybe once or twice. We made a whole fucking heavy metal track for it. They're making such diverse music, and it's all fantastic. Like, I understand that Fire Emblem is really good music, but Destiny 2 is on a whole other level. Whole other level. You're not changing my mind on this. All my votes are for Fire Emblem. Yeah. I'm doing my double trigger. Secondary research. Secondary research for what? Are you just going to listen to Double Trigger? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was listening to some the Fire Emblem, I mean, the what you call it, tracks he linked, and I'm revisiting some Fire Emblem tracks. This, you know, see if I can be sweet. I'm giving Chris a fair Emblem, shot. I don't think Fire Emblem is as consistently good. Like, it has a lot of really great tracks. Like, when you're in a battle, but, like, some of, like, the the regular music, like, when you're watching a cutscene or something, is just okay. No, there's a lot of great cutscene music. Especially one of the greatest tracks, in my opinion, is when you're talking to the goddess in that, like, limbo area. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's her face? What's her name? Uh, Sothis. Sothis. Yeah, Sothis. That is one of the best tracks. It's so somber. No, I just heard, I just heard, heard what you call it, <laughs> uh, Bolden Winds and Rain, and uh, what you call it, Back to Back. Nah, I'm going to have to stick with Fire Emblem. I'm not going to hold you. I'm upset about this. I'm not happy about this. I'm extremely unhappy about this. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not laughing. There's laughter. I'm not laughing. This is bullshit. This is ridiculous. Destiny 2... Oh, my God. This isn't even a competition. And I put the most time... I've heard all the tracks in Fire Emblem. I've played all of them. Destiny 2 still wins this. That's why music... The music categories are always really rough. Because music is, like, crazy subjective. I mean, it was up to me. Jet Set Radio would have won for the past 20 years. (laughs) I, Persona 5 would have won every year. Oh my god. <laughs> Dead air. The best kind of air for a podcast. 
So, moving on in categories to best story. No, I, just, I still have... Well, fuck, no, I don't. Because Tony could join me. It wouldn't matter. It's three to one right now. I just don't like it that nobody will even like listen to an argument. I mean, I'll listen to your argument. I even listen to some tracks. There's so much. No, because I I, I lose this battle because I'm the only person actively playing Destiny. That's why I lose this battle because nobody. Again, there's content. No, you can't because you haven't played the game. You haven't heard the music. You haven't been in the boss fight where, like, holy shit, this music is amazing. As you're, you know, like every time you start it, it's like, oh my god. You know, we're we're literally raiding with people for the first time, and we're like, okay, so make sure your music is on because you have to hear this. We'll like, see. Before we even announce the mechanics, first thing we say is make sure your music is on. We'll see. I'm kind of partial because it's Forsaken Annual Pass and Shadowkeep. I've played all of Forsaken Annual Pass, and I've heard a lot of the Shadowkeep stuff, be it context or not. But I've heard all the Shadowkeep stuff. Have you seen the boss? Yes. The raid boss? Yes. I, I, I watch you, Chris. I, I, then I, don't <laughs> I also do watch you. Do, you. Then I don't understand how you don't like hear that. That music is incredible. Because I, I mean, appreciate music Fire is subjective. Emblem's music more. Fire Emblem is fire. Oh my god, whatever. Okay, fine. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't actually mean this, but you think you would learn by now? <laughs> no, it's bullshit. I, I'm joking. Because I'm the only person who fucking cares. I guess everybody just votes for the Nintendo game and best music. No, no. I voted for the last game. year. I we voted for what you call music. it? Uh, Persona Five. Ah, oh, God! Somebody read best story. I'm upset. <clears throat> Days Gone. I'm upset. Met- Metro Exodus. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Control. Gears 5. Ace Combat 7. Skies Unknown. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And Bury Me, My Love. I actually nominated a game for this category. Uh, Fire Emblem is my guess. No, it was Control. No. Did you, did Days you, Gone. Did... Days Gone. Uh, my vote's for Fallen Order. But I'm not going to win that one. So it's three one one. Days Gone is the winner. I, everybody's upset, so I'm assuming we're not going to talk much about this. No, we can't. Wait, like oh, no, 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 no. We can talk. Don't don't just go. This is a new category. Is there anything anybody feels particularly strong? I don't think Fire Emblem wins. Again, okay, having like, played all four stories, I don't think Fire Emblem wins. I like Control. A I lot. think only one of them. Two two of them are good, and the other two are just okay. Yeah, I don't think Fire Emblem wins either. Yeah, no. Gears 5 doesn't win either, nope. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gears 5 is kind of a dud. Uh, Bury, um, Me, Bury Me My Love was uh, incredible. Um, it's one of the only games that's ever made me emotional. Uh, for those who don't know, it's basically... It might be similar to, to Miss Messages, um, where basically uh, you're having a text conversation. Uh, you're from Syria, and you got out of the country. Your girlfriend is still in Syria. And you're... Uh, she's trying to get out and you're uh you're just texting back and forth about like how she's doing with her day and and things that happen and there's there's 19 different endings uh choices you make in the story affect things differently to the point where 
like she lives in some endings she dies in others and in other endings you don't know what happened to her because you just never hear from her again uh, the ending i got um she had made it to a boat and um the last messages she sent were um i think it, all it said was help and then there was gunfire um and that's how my story ended um it's the most powerful game i've ever played um I, I don't think it's going to stick in this category among others, but um, it's, for me, it's definitely the most powerful and affecting story that I've ever played in a video game. That sounds heavy, bud. <clears throat> yeah, it was very heavy. And so it came out on Switch this year. It had been out on mobile before, um, and the mobile version's worse because uh, when you... there In mobile, it, it keeps track of, like I think, uh, like real-world time. So you won't get a text back immediately as part of the game. Like you'll have to wait. What? And so like, so like some people went for like, depending on what branches you go down on the story, like some people wouldn't hear from her for like a day and a half or like two days. And then you get a text notification that she got back to you and which just adds to it immensely. <laughs> that sounds like a good game. I feel like yeah. that's the way I would play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. Like once I finished it, I literally sat on my couch for like 30 minutes and st just stare at the wall like what did i do how did i get her at this point to where she couldn't make it back to me yeah so that's it um like if i had to kill one or the other for me between the two that i put on here i'd, I'd take fallen order off before so i'll just do that i'm gonna i'm gonna take metro off Metro doesn't win this. Metro story is fine, but it's it's okay. Um Uh I mean like with Days Gone, the thing there is like you know, you you have a guy who starts the game kind of just getting by like he's doing you know, he he's he's for you know, all purposes kind of like a bounty hunter at this point you know he's just out there and he's like if you need killing i'll kill him you know uh but he's got his best friend his best friend gets hurt real bad gets real sick and you know they were getting ready to move on and it's just like you know trying to get out away from the freakers and stuff and you know it's this story that like just evolves over time and it's like it starts off as like this buddy thing where you're just doing everything you can to keep your friend alive because he's the last person you really have in the world. So you're doing everything you can. You're going back to people you said you wouldn't work with before. Because you need the help. You need to keep him alive. And then it evolves as you start learning about other people. And like other things that are going on. And it's like, yo. Like, just the the lengths he's willing to go. To, to accomplish his goals. And again, it's just, it's really like. It's believable. In, in a weird, like, you know, zombie futuristic way. And, like, I'm not going to say that every story beat, you know, hits, hits like a truck, you know, or anything. But, like, it's always going somewhere. It's always doing something. And it kept me at the edge of my seat throughout the whole thing. To the point that, like, I started over again. Like, I kept playing after the story was over to tie up all the loose ends. And then I started it again so I could see it again. Because I was just like, I need to see this game again. Like, Days Gone is phenomenal. 
you know, from from a purely you know traditional game perspective, it's phenomenal. Mm. Uh, is anybody willing to die on a hill for Control or Ace Combat Seven? <clears throat> I mean, I like Control a lot, but you know, I'm not. I don't think the the story was fine. It wasn't like, yeah. I could. I. I probably wouldn't vote for control. Uh, is anybody gonna vote for? Uh, do we have anybody who's interested in Ace Combat? I know uh, probably, me, probably Tony. Not. Do you think like it's? Do you think Ace Combat like? I think it had a good story. I don't know how it compares to Days Gone because I didn't play that. But honestly, I f- probably wouldn't win, so I could probably drop it. Yeah, it sounds like Days Gone's gonna win, which is fine. Um, I'm the only one that ever plays Days Gone Seven, so I don't, the, the, I don't think it'll win much. The, the the only the last thing I'll say about bearing me my love is that uh, the fact that in the fact that you are entirely helpless in the situation. And you have no agency to actually improve anything, does add to um, the tone and the emotions that you encounter throughout the entirety of the of the experience. But if it's anything, I'll probably end up playing it because of your account for it. Yeah, yeah. So something right, that I'd so, be into. So let's get a final tally here. What's what's everybody what's everybody think? So other other than me and Ross, what's everybody thinking? Day's gone. Okay. Nat, what about you? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. This, this is a tough one. Alright, we'll come back to because you. Because I've Tony. already wanted to play Days Gone, but Ross's description of this game is like, oh. You know? Yeah. Uh, Tony, what are you thinking right now? I, I honestly don't know. Um... If I'd had to choose, I'd probably have to choose Days Gone. There we go. Alright, so... We're in mostly agreement. Days Gone? Sounds that way. Now, I don't know if you... Are... If you want to throw in with Bury Me My Love and, you know, try and win someone over, or... I don't know if you're if you're voting. Nah, that's cool. It's already three. It's already three one at maybe three two. So it's cool. Days gone. Ross, I days want gone. you to know you almost swayed me. Yeah. You all you, like if I hadn't played day like man, if I didn't enjoy Very days my gone as much as I enjoyed my pick, days but I didn't gone. want to sway anybody's opinion to make it harder. If Days Gone wasn't on this list, Bury Me My Love would have won. Just for the record. Um, best in-game moment. Uh, so, this is a list that's kind of been going on over the course of the year, and some of these aren't really a, probably a thing as much anymore. Um, Dusk, second to last boss. Uh, I'm going to actually remove that. It was a cool thing. You know how, like... You know, in those games, like, you're jumping around, you're really fast, you're moving around shooting and stuff. The second-to-last boss was basically, like, a player character. So he was jumping around, like, shooting all the... He was basically playing the game the way you were playing the game. And it was really cool. I thought it was awesome. Uh, But that was really early in the year. 
um, the drop Apex Legends. Uh, I'm actually gonna get rid of this one. I'm not gonna worry about that one. Um, Deacon goes to Diamond Lake Valley. Uh, Day is gone. Uh, the good ending in Metro Exodus. Dynamite in Control. Uh, Arsenal Bird. Arsenal Bird Shield dies. Ace Combat Seven. Fighting the Sanctified Mind. Destiny Two Garden of Salvation. Uh, Need for Speed Heat opening. Final flashback, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and Edelgard... Spoilers! Uh, Edelgard turns on the Church of Saros, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, does anybody have any special attachment to... I mean, obviously everybody does, but is there anything that anybody wants to come out and be like, yo, definitely this? I think it's Combat 7... That uh, that scene had a pretty good. Moment I'm gonna need really context did. for that. Was this a big bird? Is this big bird? So, so you you probably watched the trailer. You see that giant white carrier looking. Kind of, plane? I think I remember that. Yeah, so that's like a a drone carrier. That uh has like a force field on it, and uh, you start the mission off by attacking it because it's uh we're trying to destroy it and. Because the enemies have uh, control of it, and so it has uh, it has a force field, and it's powered by this giant space elevator that sends like wireless energy to it somehow. And then there's characters in the elevator going through it, and then you're flying, you're shooting down drones and whatnot, and trying to stop it, shooting down its engines, and its shields come up, and then uh, the people inside are trying to disable it, and they're just trying to destroy this generator, they're smashing it. And the song, you've heard the song, the Daredevil song. So it starts off low. And then when the shield goes down, that picks up and it just makes me feel like, makes, yeah. gives you that amazing feeling. I can see that. Um, I can go through a couple of these because I put a lot of these on. Um, Dynamite's probably not going to win, but it's hilarious. Um, oh, that was that. Has everybody. Projector theme, yeah. Yeah, it, it's. <laughs> One of the characters sings a song to you in the game called Dynamite, and it's really funny. It's just like it's pretty hilarious. He's playing the guitar. Like he's wearing like a costume and stuff, and he's like, you know, she's here like dynamite. And it's just like it's really, really funny when I saw it. It was hilarious. Um, probably not gonna win, but it was like it was definitely a moment that stood out to me in Control. Like that's probably the moment I remember the most from that game, and I, I mean that in a good way. Um. Uh, fighting the sanctified mind was really cool, but probably not the one even I would vote for. Uh, Need for Speed Heat's opening is super fucked because the cops definitely try and kill someone. Right oh, at the yeah. start of that game, they, they try and throw a kid off the bridge. They tried to murder. <laughs> they tried to murder the. Shit they were out of trying somebody. to disable cameras and murder. Yeah, they turned this off camera and they were like, "Yo, we're gonna kill this kid and send a message." I think that probably stays for now. <laughs> You know, now he was going to murder that kid. Jerry, I think you put this last one on. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I didn't think about spoilers. No, it's fine. Uh, (laughs) You're talking about the part specifically, like, when they're in the... um, In the... The throne room? Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. That was actually... That was pretty cool. Especially like, especially like when you're playing through the Blue Lions and how you find out, I thought was mm-hmm. really cool. 
Yeah, specifically that one. Specifically the Blue Lions playthrough? Yeah, no, that's that's the best way to see that. Um, uh, Ross, I imagine this one is you as our Jedi Fallen Order expert. Yeah, yeah, so, um... So the story of the game takes place in between episodes three and four. Uh, it takes place about five years after Order 66 happened. You play as a Padawan um, who's gone into hiding. And throughout the game, kind of as he learns uh, like traversal abilities, he'll touch a point in the environment and then it'll go into a flashback scene where you play him as a child uh, training with his Jedi Master to learn to like remember the technique. Um but the final one itself uh, was actually uh, you, you flash back to be in the in the training room and you're putting all the skills you've learned to use the wall run the the force jump uh, all that kind of stuff um, and then you make it to the top uh, top of the room uh, to the kind of chamber that's overseeing the training room where your master is um, and you get excited because you finally get to leave Coruscant. You get to leave the planet and go somewhere else. Um, and then the camera pans, and you see the clone commander behind the uh, Jedi Master bring up a hologram of uh, Palpatine issuing Order 66. Um, the Master kind of stumbles, and it was like something terrible is happening. The clone lifts the gun up to shoot the Master, and the Master uh, senses it and kills him. And then uh, you, as a child, have to go on the run throughout the building through the ventilation systems to try to get to an escape pod. Um, and the entire time you're watching your master um, try to make it there himself, uh, killing all of these clones that uh, the character had grown up with and had been on first-name basis with and had been friends with. Uh, they finally get to the escape pod. Uh, he, the uh, character you play as is trying to get the, the door open while the master is kind of defending him while he's trying to get it open. Um, shots get through, uh, kill the master, um, or mortally, fatally wound the master. He falls down, and then uh, you lose control uh, of the force, and you basically, uh, he screams and freezes all of the clones in place. Um, with the force while dragging his master onto the escape pod. Um, and then his master's final words as he hands uh, you his lightsaber, which is the lightsaber you have in the game, uh, is trust only in the force. And then and then that's it. So it's the first time we've ever really seen Order 66 from a child's perspective. Uh, so that was that. Uh-oh. What? Um, Tony just told me he accidentally paused his recording for a bit. Yeah, so for like... Oh, boy. It's a few seconds. Like, it wasn't while you were... No, it wasn't while I was doing, doing anything, right? So I would watch Okay, just talking. give me a timestamp of where it was, and I can try right. and fix it. Alright. Um, <clears throat> I was just making sure you weren't still paused, because you didn't say anything. You scare me when you message me, because I'm like, wait, is he gone? Um... Uh, the only other things on here, uh, the drop probably isn't going to win from Apex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Deegan Goes to Diamond Lake is the thing from the song I mentioned earlier. That ride. Um, I think we've got, she's five pretty good ones. Um...
honestly, I am partial in the order of Deacon Edelgard Need for Speed. Um, just because spe specifically, if we're talking the Blue Lions part, like that was actually like freaking awesome. Um, I would maybe even consider that over Deacon Goes to Diamond Lake. Somebody else should talk and convey opinions. <laughs> well, <mine> is, <laughs> Everybody else is being quiet. Is, I'm trying to fill the gaps. Seven and then Need for Speed Heat. So. That Need for Speed Heat intro was I was not expecting Listen, that, that was that at was all. Dark. I was not expecting that either. Would that happen? I I would actually be okay with that, but like that was that was surprisingly dark for a Need for Speed game. Um, yeah, I guess my, my one, two would be Star Wars and then Edelgard. I think Edelgard was a more satisfying moment. I think Need for Speed was more shocking. Um, uh, Nat, who did you play as in your first playthrough on Fire Emblem? Uh, Edelgard's house, whatever. Okay. Do you plan on playing Blue Lions? Uh, I don't know. Depends. Well, I mean, you already know about the turns, so you lose kind of the contact. I guess, like, the, the only big difference... I don't know if you care if I tell you the only big difference. I mean, I would prefer not to, <laughs> to know. You're not going to play it. We, uh, we you know, all I'm not know you're it. not going to play it. <laughs> you don't finish right. games. He hasn't even no, finished. No, I've been finishing games. <laughs> Did you finish Edelgard's playthrough? No, I didn't finish yeah, no, that, he's but not that was before I started. We all know that was before I started Blue finishing Lions. games. That, that was that was pre-Catherine. He's not finishing. As it. I said, we all know he's not finishing it. That's crazy. How are you going to spoil it for me when I said I don't want to spoil? You're not going to finish it. That's fucked up. All right, I'm going to take um, my word for it. I'm going to take off Deacon. I'm going to make this easy. I'm going to give that up. Um, I am cool with Edelgard. Um. I feel like that's that's where the room is going. So, yep. I think that was just a good twist, especially with that context, because all three of us did Blue Lions first. Yeah, and I think that was shocking to say the least. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with Edelgard. I, I'm I'm actually okay with that too. Uh, I, mean, I knew it was coming because they they've been alluding to it. They've been dropping seeds as. Well, yeah, but you're seeing it from her. Like you got to understand. Like from the other side, mm -hmm. there's no hint that it's happening. Mm -hmm. And then it's it's the it's the thing that happens as a result of it that makes it crazy. It's mm -hmm. it's not just that it's you know other people involved. What happens to them is nuts. It took a turn, um, especially as a first playthrough. Mm -hmm. I think Blue Lions is probably the best first playthrough of that, and then Golden Deer. Because Golden Deer gives you the stuff that you miss in the Blue Lions playthrough. Not to get on a tangent, but like, definitely think if you're gonna for anybody who hasn't played yet, since we haven't spoiled it too too much, um, <laughs> uh, definitely start Blue Lions. Uh, okay, so, so Star, Star Wars isn't winning. Yep. Okay. Yep. Need for Speed is also not winning. Okay. Um, I'll find a less spoilery way to put that in the article when that goes up. <laughs> um, 
Jerry, why don't you go down best visuals technical? So for best visuals technical, we have Anthem, Far Cry New Dawn, Generation Zero, Days Gone, Metro Exodus, Control, Gears 5, Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, and Death Stranding. What do we mean by technical? So, visual fidelity. I think this is actually between Days Gone and Death Stranding, but that's my opinion. See, I I agree with why you would say Death Stranding, but, like, the the environments are a tad barren. (laughs) But I feel like like that's... And I get it. I don't know. No, but I feel like it's barren until stuff is happening, and that's why it, like accentuates when stuff is happening it looks insane am i the only one who thinks anthem is actually like looks really nice anthem yeah. does look mine, really nice mine is anthem, anthem i would really nice if only it played nice i think gener- yeah look, listen low-key generation zero is really high on this list i don't yeah it's high like, on this but generation zero anthem. is a te- is an e3 tech demo you can play Generation Zero was beautiful, but Anthem, like all the particle effects, the waterfall, and, yeah, the particle effects of the waterfalls. Uh, Anthem's might win a positive category. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> Listen, it looked great, <laughs> just didn't play all that great. Yeah, I feel are like we, for are we what this to Anthem, <laughs> I feel like for what Generation Zero had, like. Listen, man. So, like, the thing is, is like the thing you have to keep in mind too is it's not just so like Generation Zero. It's Okay, it's a little contextual because it's like it, it's not something that you always see like when you're if you're just watching it but when you're playing it like when me and Tony were going through it we would stop like when it starts raining the rain effect in that game just looks so good and like when the wind kicks up and you hear and or you see the rustling in the trees like the way they move and then you see leaves kicking up like from the ground and coming off the trees and flying through the air in a strong gust of wind like it's things like that that really make it like it, it it feels real that's the thing that generation zero does in its weird like crazy sci-fi thing is it f- looks and feels real in in an almost like uncanny way like i i would argue that generation zero is the is the most technically beautiful game on this list i am willing to concede anthem because Anthem is a very beautiful game, and it in a technical form as well as artistic, which we'll get to that later. But um, Generation Zero, I think to the to the T, like to the letter of the law, would probably win this category. But do do we have any other strong strong feelings about anything else? Not really. Okay. <laughs> like honestly, if Anthem had that um that uh that fucking cataclysm like how it showed in E3 Anthem probably would have won hands down but they couldn't they flooded I mean they eventually added it but nobody was playing they they kind of added it but not in the way we thought they would add it yeah um yeah my my vote still goes for Anthem I I, I am okay with that if we're voting for Anthem I'm good with that I am not because that game I yeah yeah, that game looked pretty beautiful. 
flying through it looked really nice. Uh, Tony, best visuals artistic. Oh boy, here we go, boys. Best visuals artistic. We got Dusk, Anthem, Wargroove. Why is this so Crackdown 3, Far Cry New Dawn, Gears 5, Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown, Destiny 2, Shadowkeep, The Outer Worlds, and Catherine. So, so this is like maybe the only time where I'm like, the one thing that it's had going since the beginning of time, since the first game, has been art direction, and that's Destiny 2. I think Destiny 2 Shadowkeep looks fucking fantastic. Like, that's been, in my opinion, the best thing about the game, even going back to D1. Uh, the Some locales are, like, you think are somewhat familiar, like the moon, but they have enough uh, twists to them where I think they're actually pretty impressive. The Scarlet Keep is incredible. Yeah, the... Like, when you see that on the, the horizon the levels on the moon, look... like you think you're just going back to the moon, but man... Just like the layout of the Dreaming City sharp. alone. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's like that. That was last year. I can't, oh, I sorry, can't argue. Keep... I can't argue to that. But yes, no, I agree oh. with you. The Dreaming City is still gorgeous. Um, I listen. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna throw a two two. I'm gonna throw two crazy ideas at you. I agree with Shadowkeep. I would vote for that. I would also be willing to vote for Anthem. And Dusk, because Dusk just captures that 90s aesthetic in a way that is perfect. Um, I'm a, those are the three I'm attached to. Honestly, I might go with Shadowkeep on this one, because it's just the way they like they have the um, the hive infestation of the moon and whatnot. It just looks real nice. Dude, and when uh, during Season of Undying, when those Vex portals open yeah, up. Yeah, the Vex portals, you, you just got to have a giant fucking portal in the sky that just shows out of nowhere. You just look up and you know it's happening. You're so cool. Yeah, I'm going to say shit. Because yeah, when, oh, I, when I first black. saw that, okay. I was like, what the hell is going on? What is this? It's Yo, happening. And, and the whole Black Garden. Yeah, the Black Garden is really beautiful. The raid, it's really, oh my God. It's really nice. Like, planets alone, they're just really good at designing planets. Yeah, they How know they the theme they want and they art. do it really well. Is anybody uh, vehemently attached to anything else? Is there anything else that people really like feel attached to? That's a big uh, no. I don't think so. All right. I didn't even have to try and die on a hill for that one. That's a fucking relief. <laughs> <laughs> the moment Ross said it, I was like, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> oh, man. This next one is actually hard. <laughs> Because I feel like it was a down year for everyone. Um, yeah. So, Nat, do you want to take us through Best Publisher? And for context, quantity and quality of releases and continued game support were applicable. Uh, Best Publisher, Sony, Nintendo, Ubisoft, Bungie, Microsoft, and Hello Games. Uh, does anybody have any attachment to Hello Games? Understanding that they're continuing to support the hell out of that game for free, do we think mm. they have? Do do we think they're going to win this? I thought they were the they developed and published. They're also they self publish. 
I'm, so, I'm between yeah. Bungie so and Hello Games. Hello Games, like, they okay. have improved the game massively, and they continue to. Okay, I'm going to get rid of Ubisoft. Yeah, you... I think we can all agree on that. I oh, okay. Square Enix. Square Enix, okay. Square Enix is also uh, the late late bloomer. Uh, Ubisoft is gone, though, correct? Yep. We can all agree? Well, yeah, what did, what, what did they do this year? Uh, uh, surprise, Capcom. They win. released some games. Thank you. Appreciate uh, d- that. Breakpoint. Um, uh, D- Division Two. Yeah, you. Can they continue it. to support their older games like Rainbow Six and For Honor. Mm-hmm. Like they're on here because they support their games as long as they do. But I don't think they're that exciting, honestly. Um, yeah. I'll probably I will concede and take Sony off because this has been a down year for them. Even though I've enjoyed both of their big like AAA games this year. Um. I'm willing to concede that. Nintendo stays because Fire Emblem. Uh, Microsoft. Uh, I don't see a reason. Like, it's it's weird because, like, Game Pass is huge. Yeah, but their first party, they released huge. Crackdown 3. They released Gears 5. Yeah, I mean, there's not much there. Yeah, okay. There never usually is. So right now, Nintendo, Bungie, Hello Games, Square Enix. Personally, if we have to take another one out, it's Hello Games for me. Respecting what they do, but... I think Hello Games stays. I'm sticking by them. Okay. Is there another one that we feel we can cut? I'm torn between Square Enix and Bungie, to be honest. Okay, so Square Enix did... Shadowbringers. Uh, Shadowbringers. Their support they each only for fourteen have a in general. Game. Yes. No. I. I know. Has Square like, Enix uh, done anything else this year? I'm just curious. I'm not even asking in a way like to get rid of them. I'm just no, wondering no, what fine. what else they've done this year. I can't. I can't honestly remember. Uh, I know they had like Oninaki. Uh, I'm bringing up a list of games. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, real quick, we didn't talk about this in the previous episode. Uh, I'll, I'll use this as filler. Uh, for context, because we talked about this before the podcast, uh, in the best remake remaster, just before we get any shit about it, uh, none of us actually played Resident Evil 2. We're sorry. Yeah, if it's not <laughs> That was something we were going to address at the time, and we forgot to do it. I'm just letting people know. If they're like, I can't believe Resident Evil 2 was nominated, nobody played it. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so, I do want to bring something up. Okay. So with Square Enix. Okay. So, we were supposed to get Remind in December. Remind is coming in January. Can we make an exception? No. No, because it's not out this year. Okay. They, they um, have enough going for them that they don't need the exception. So, Square Enix. Kingdom Hearts 3 was another big oh, one. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, Alright, so Square Enix uh, is out of there. Octopath uh, Traveler. Uh, Octopath Traveler on PC. Onenaki. Near. Um... Near on Xbox, Dragon Quest Eleven. No, near on, on Switch. Xbox was last year, wasn't it? Was it? I thought Nier that was, was twenty eighteen this year. Yeah. Um, it was super early this year, but it was this year. Oninaki, Dragon Quest Eleven on Switch, uh, Tropical Six, Romancing Saga Three, Final Fantasy Fifteen on Stadia. Right. No. I don't know who you're trying to convince with that. Uh, no one. Uh, uh, second episode of Life is Strange Two. Yeah, Life is Strange. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, the continued support. Uh, if anyone follows them on Twitch, they 
stream frequently live letters and yeah, live for stuff for 14. Yeah. yeah, they're very active on that. My vote would probably go to Square Enix, to be honest. But Bungie also Bungie. deserves... Because that... Bungie deserves a lot of accolades because that, the big switch to Steam, from Activision, their not, breakaway from Blizzard. Yeah, and the fact that the game has been consistently like well supported, I think they're working better with the community now. Yeah, um, that, that split from Activision. I think really like Bungie has been doing an excellent job. Like and, and like Shadowkeep was an expansion that everybody was like, "Hey, I enjoy this." You know, like they they added a free to play version of the game. You know, like Destiny is available so, to more people than ever. So I took Nintendo off. Uh, yeah, Tony. Uh, I know it's it sounded like you were gonna fight for Hello Games, but it kind of sounds like you're going Bungie. I think Bungie. Yeah, uh, is that right? Probably. Better part of here. I think Shadowbringers is probably the bigger deal, but I think like Bungie. Like, granted, Bungie only has to support one game. Square Enix is doing a lot more than one game, but I think the fact that they have kept the community as happy as they've been compared to how they've been. Remember, they've been fighting an uphill battle for years. I think that the community is really stable and the fact that they consistently have stuff coming out. Like, just just last night, I went through a mission in Season of Dawn, their newest season, and I literally just met Saint-14. I, I, I showed him the future. It was amazing. And, like, they just keep doing shit like that that's incredible. And I'm like, every time I think, like, okay... I don't know, you know, let me let me set my expectations properly. They come out and they make a brand new area on a, on a planet and they're just like, hey, check this shit out. And I'm like, motherfucker, what? You know, like, the the raids are excellent. The dungeons are excellent. I, I It's the reason I keep playing the game. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Like, you know, it, it, all the props in the world to Square Enix. I'm not even trying to take anything away from them. They're doing a fantastic job. And next year will be a totally different conversation because Final Fantasy VII is coming out. <laughs> oh, yeah. The most important game of the generation. That's what I say. Um, are, are we in agreement on Bungie? Yep. I think, I think Bungie are we, are we... wins this. All right. I didn't actually think that was going to happen. The moment Ross put Square Enix on the list, I was like, fuck. <laughs> like Square Enix only had... Really, mostly just... I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3 is a big deal. Let's not... Regardless of our opinions of it, Kingdom Hearts 3 is a big, big deal. It was a big deal, yes. And I feel like, and I feel like Shadowbringers, and Shadowbringers is arguably was the best probably a bigger impact. I, I feel like it was probably a bigger impact than Shadowkeep, with the way you've talked about it being mostly like quality of life. And some, definitely some good stuff in there. But Shadowbringers seemed, especially with the story, like revolutionary like almost. i said i mean Shadowbringers is the more meaningful chunk of content but i think this goes yeah. just beyond Shadowbringers. i think the fact that bungie with everything they have accomplished this year with the direction they have taken bungie or uh, destiny after the split with activision and how well they've handled everything so far i think they deserve to be lauded for that you know oh yeah i get it i mean you know it, it, square enix isn't gonna lose their publisher tomorrow you know yeah, no, let's... Yeah. yeah, I totally get it. All right. Uh, so, we're at the finale. <laughs> we're here. Um, game of the year. It's the big one. This is a shorter list than I thought it would be. And for context, this is the first year I haven't put a Destiny expansion on here. <laughs> because <laughs> it, it's not... It's not... This isn't the year. <laughs> 
And unlike last year, I feel like there's no clear front runner. Yeah. Um, Last year it was Red Dead and God of War. I'm going to give anybody a last second opportunity if they want to put something on here. Um, As I go down the list. Game of the year. The nominees. Apex Legends. The Outer Worlds. Days Gone. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Control. Ace Combat 7 Skies Unknown. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Slay the Spire, Bury Me My Love. Uh, hot take coming in. Get that shit off my list. <laughs> has been has, has not Borderlands Three has not been nominated in a single. He's not category. getting nominated for Game of the Year. <laughs> I'm sure it's a fine game. It's not Game of the Year. Uh, <laughs> who put that? I guess. <laughs> Who's was the only you? one that's played it? Who's played it? Was it I you? I haven't played it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who here's played Borderlands 3? It was me. Oh, shit, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> the only person that's played it. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so am I safe? Just, just assuming based on previous categories. Can I assume Apex Legends is not winning this? I would have safe, safe I to assume that. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Apex Legends is out. Um, I'm sorry I to can... do this to you, Tony. Ace Combat 7. I'm the only one, again, the only one that's played it. Probably yeah. not going to win. I don't think Bury Me and My Love will win. But I wanted to get it on the list. Nice between Outer that, Worlds and Jedi Fallen Order. Those are two that uh, I have. Um, for me, Days Gone Fire Emblem. Mine's Outer Worlds, big Outer Worlds, baby. And I would entertain Control, but, like, that's a deep third. I'm in the same boat, Fire Emblem or Days Gone. Personally, Mine's... for my order, Days Gone, Fire Emblem, deep third Control. Uh, my, Outer my, Worlds, baby. Mine would be Fallen Order, Slay the Spire, Fire Emblem. Well, Outer Worlds, Slay the Spire. Fire Emblem, Days Gone, I have to go Control. with Fallen Order for this one. Shit, I lost track of the tally. <laughs> I think that's two, two for Fallen Order. Two Fire Emblem, two Fallen Order, one Outer Worlds. Hold on. Let me write that down. My brain is too small to remember things. Okay, so. Two Fallen Order, two. Fire Emblem. Slay the Spire. I'm going to take out Control. Yeah, take out Control. Okay, I'm sorry. Slay the Spire, I don't think anyone went for. Um. Unfortunately, man, I really thought I was going to make an argument for this, but it feels like I- I'm not going to fight another fruitless battle. It sounds like Days Gone, not <laughs> in this race. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not moving from Fire or Emblem. At this point, it is it is my only horse in this race. I respect the Outer Worlds, but I would not vote for that over Fire Emblem. And uh, I'm on Fire Emblem. I think Fire Emblem is the only game we're going to come to any remote consensus on is when it comes down to it. And it just depends on how, how hard we want to fight. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think... I don't think Outer Worlds is going to win. Uh, Outer Worlds is not going to win, unfortunately. As, as, much, as, as much as I love you, Nat. It's, it's not yeah. going to win. It's a good game, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just from the I put like fifty hours into 
and obviously number of hours doesn't equate to quality or anything like that but i put about 50 hours into fire emblem and i put about uh 20 hours into jedi fallen order and i definitely enjoy playing fallen order more going into it like knowing it was the combat was kind of souls like which i don't like and the fact that it won me over uh surprised me to be honest yeah i i i uh, prior to release i didn't think fire emblem three houses was going to be any good (laughs) definitely on the record on a podcast saying i don't think it's going to be a good game and then i played it four times (laughs) <laughs> I put 160 hours into that game to get every fucking ending. That was my day, my night, and my days off was Fire Emblem. I just, just feel like Fire Emblem is super well-rounded between the music, the gameplay, the combat. I think it has a great cast of characters, no, no matter how mm-hmm. anime they might be. Uh, I <laughs> I thought they were delightful, and I definitely had my favorites that I carried into every playthrough that I could, because, damn it, if I'm not loyal, you know? Um, I listened to every damn conversation. I got everybody's conversations up, even the people I didn't like so much. And the crazy thing is a lot of them ended up winning me over in the end. A lot of my characters I thought would be my least favorite ended up being like really likable people by the end. Um, and I think, you know, two of the stories, as much as I don't enjoy primarily the empire side of the game, um, I really think the other two, the Blue Lions and the Golden Deer, are so good that, like, they they make up for it. And the other two playthroughs are fine. It's just by the time I got to them, it was like, I've played 100 hours of this game. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, so... So who's... So... Jerry and I are on Fire Emblem. Yeah. And then Tony is it yep. you and me on Jedi. Us on Jedi. So Nat is the tiebreaker here. I'm sorry. It's come down to you, Nat. You're Nat's the. Nat's uh, not here anymore. He, he walked it's away. A, no. You Still are the here. major I'm deciding factor here. Vote Slay the Spire. <laughs> you know what? Actually, you I'll jump what? on sure, that. Why not? <laughs> I vote Slay the Spire. No. no. <laughs> Let's go. Highlight it. We're out of here. 2019. See you later. 2020. Hello. No, I'll, I guess I'll down. vote. Uh, well, you only played. For, you didn't play Jedi, right? You played. I started you played it up, Marvel. and I don't like Star Wars, so I'm biased. Yeah. So yeah. I guess Fire Emblem. Yeah. I guess. I think Outer Worlds is the best game by far, though. Oh, man. Game no of the year, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's what kind of 2019 has felt like to me in terms of games. I mean, <laughs> as a whole. And, and again, Ross, like, not to devalue your stance on Fallen Order, but no, it's devalued. That's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, I, I I don't think you would be upset if Fire Emblem were to win. I don't think that would leave you disgruntled like me in any music category. No, I think it's no, it's it is definitely my eighth or ninth favorite game of the year. So, <laughs> so yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot exactly where it is on my list where I put it, but it's definitely down It's just somewhere the way there. he's saying, yeah, no, that game, it's fine. It's my eighth or ninth favorite. It's like, yeah. what a yeah. ringing endorsement. This was my eighth yeah. or ninth favorite game of the year. <laughs> yeah, number eight. I just checked. So, higher than ninth. Oh, shit. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like I'm going to win anyone over. So, it is what it is. So, is it fi- it's Fire Emblem? 
just for the record, it's Fire Emblem. Yep. Okay. I really liked Fallen Order. I will play it at some well, point. Well, too little, too fucking late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So we have done it. We have our game of the year. This episode was. <laughs> I think everybody was tired Lots by this emotion. point. Yeah, mostly mine. I'm not gonna. Not gonna lie. After describing what happened and bury me my love i was checked out the rest of the time pretty much because i got emotionally in thinking about it so my bad <laughs> um all right so to recap today best track devil trigger devil may cry 5 uh best music fire emblem three houses best story days gone uh, every time i see days gone winning something i'm like wait did i make that up <laughs> Um, best in-game moment, uh, Blue Lions Risen Conflict, I guess is what we're calling it now. I guess so. Is that what it's actually called, or? No. I don't know. I mean, it's it's the conflict that is above all just conflicts. Just call it, like, ch- just Blue Lions Chapter 10. Is it a chapter? Yeah. Because 11 is when you defend the, the monastery. Yeah. 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 So, Blue Lions Chapter 10. Um, best in-game moment, uh, best visuals technical, Anthem, we did it. Anthem won a positive award. It's only one it's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to, Jerry is going to at EA and say, our winner for best technical visuals is Anthem. And that's how we get on their Game of and the Year edition they're commercial. they're going to put out a thing <laughs> and they're going to say winner of one Game of the Year <laughs> That's how we get exposure, my guys. Havegen.com, best visuals. They're going to leave out the technical part. Best visuals, anthem. (laughs) Yep. They're going to put that on the box, and we're going to be... People are going to come to our site and be like, how could you vote for anthem for anything? Be like, it was pretty. I don't know. It was a beautiful game. Uh, Best visuals, artistic. Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. Best publisher, Bungie. And game of the year... Fire Emblem Three Houses. What was our game of the year last? It was God of War. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, have we done a Nintendo game every year? But no. No. Yeah. Last year, I feel like the the t- the cream of the crop were were of a higher ilk yes. than this year. I think but. this year had a lot of really good games, but not none that really just jumped off the page. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Not nothing like a God of War. All right. Well, we we managed to we managed to record game of the year in an afternoon. Yeah, I'm feel pretty really good about impressed that. with us. Yeah, we did it. Pretty happy. Really pat yourselves out. Is everybody ultimately happy with how things turned out? Uh, no, but if you could sixty percent, if you could take yeah. one back, if you could take one back, if there was one category you could change, what would it be? That we could change? No, like if you could change mm. the outcome of one category, if I'm you just could curious. change the winner. Let's see. Let me take a look. Uh, music. That's my uh, best music. Uh, best, be, best story. I am passionate I say, about sure. my music. Best, best story, hundred percent. No, I think I'm good with the choices. Indie. I could do game of the year indie. Uh, I visuals. said one. <laughs> Yo, man, if you wanted to go slay the spire in game of the year, I was, I was with you. I was with you. Then that would have put Thomas the. Uh, that would not. That would have put the. Tiebreaker on me because I didn't play either of those. Perfect. So I have to flip a coin or something. 
Yeah. There will be no coin flip to decide this. <laughs> it would come down to which one you're more interested in playing. Probably Slate Aspire, so... Uh... Hey, dude, we missed it, Nat. We screwed <laughs> no, up. It's already highlighted. It's too late. There's no Oh, uh, we back. screwed up. Let me... <laughs> I need to invent a time machine just to do this. So if you'll excuse me, I'll be back. All right, so our game of the year, Slay the Spire. <laughs> you heard it in audio. Fire and Clip it. Houses did it. Um, you know what? 2019, underrated year. It may not have been uh, as standout, but it was consistently good. Yeah, I wouldn't say underrated. I'd say it was a, it was fine. You would just say it's rated? I would just say it's... Next year is going to be nuts. So this is like the calm Yeah, next world. year is... Next year's going to be 2017 all over again. Yeah. Yeah, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk, my dude. Yep, and Xbox and Halo Infinite. Who knows? It could be the best Halo game ever. Hell of a year next year. I swear Um, to God, if next year, if we have biggest letdown and Halo is in it, I'm done. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm fucking done. done. Because if it if it is, there's I'm gonna get rid of every other game in the category, and Halo's gonna win, and I want to send it to Phil Spencer and just be like, you were the chosen one. You were supposed yeah, to bring balance to the ring, not destroy it. <laughs> Here, actually, since we since we just have a little bit of extra time, since that went fast, let's just bring up upcoming games next year. Uh, let me bring up a list. Here we go. Well, shit, hold on. Animal uh, Crossing. Hold on. Since we have the time, do you want to do you want to recap the last? Animal Crossing. We have time now. Do you want to go through the old ones? Yeah, I yeah, guess. Hold yeah. on. Can you can you can you find? Yeah, hold on. Uh, while he's while he's getting those up, uh, a couple. Games for next year: Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Chris Chris's least look forward to game of the year. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. This Animal is our Crossing fourth New game Horizons. of the year because we did sixteen. Oh, we did our personal uh, list. We didn't do an overall one, but technically that counts. Gotcha. Uh, Accounting now. Doom Eternal, Persona Five Royal, Half Life Alex, Resident Evil Three Remake, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Dying Light Two. That's that was just page one. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Please look. Uh, Last of Us Part 2. We got Halo Infinite. We got Spelunky 2. Psychonauts 2. Skull and Bones, maybe. Um, Ghost of Tsushima. Bayonetta 3, maybe. I'm looking forward to that game. Ghost of Tsushima. Senua Saga Hellblade 2, maybe. Definitely not Metro Prime 4. There's a whole lot of maybes, but man, that is a loaded year. I am most excited for The Last of Us 2. Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. Very excited for Animal Crossing. Yeah, my my two are Cyberpunk and Halo. Cyber Punk. Boy, I hope Halo's good. It needs to be good. I fucking hope to God. Uh... I have so the stuff up when we're ready. If Cyberpunk okay. is good, I don't care about anything else. Even though I will be paying attention to to Animal Crossing, I'm gonna buy that right. no matter what. So here is so we had some different categories in 17. I tried to bring some of them back this year, hoping there would be more people, which it worked. But we'll we'll fine tune this for next year, and we'll figure out what worked and what didn't. Um, mm-hmm. Best trailer: Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, confusing trailer, yeah. Uh, do, I, do you want me to list the nominees? Because we listed those as well. Yeah, sure. Okay, nominees were Super Mario Odyssey E3 2017, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild yes, Nintendo yeah. Switch presentation 2017, and Death Stranding TGA 2017. Um, the You're Really Missing Out Award. This was one that we got rid of because this was another very like 
subjective one. Um, and it was Super Mario Odyssey won that. It was also Assassin's oh. Creed Origins was nominated and Pit People. Publisher... Oh, easiest category in the world. What? Super Mario Odyssey is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Publisher of the Year. <laughs> uh, winner Pit was Nintendo. Uh, nominees oh, were yeah. Ubisoft easy. and Sega. Um, Nintendo, easy. Developer of the Year was Nintendo. Uh, other nominees easy. were Ninja Theory and Guerrilla Games. Mm. We did have a Best Atmosphere. Yeah. I think we combined that into setting. I think we yeah. did that last year. Because we wanted to shrink, because we had too many categories. We wanted to yeah. shrink it. Um, oh my god, I think Andy Dalton's thrown like six picks. Sorry. That's okay. Um, uh, so, Best Atmosphere, Hellblade, Senua Sacrifice. Uh, nominees were Legend of Zelda and Super Mario Odyssey. Um, if you guys have any opinions on these, chime in. Hellblade has some of the best atmosphere in any game ever. So excited. Um, Good job, me. The Random Recognition Award. Uh, it's a long standby. Uh, this We actually voted on this one, which was a mistake. Um, <laughs> uh, Golf Story won. Yep. Also yeah. nominated was Assassin's Creed Origins and Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. Totally forgot this was Ooh. the year where we had one nominee per person. Yep. So we each only nominated <laughs> one uh, game for each category. What a what a stupid best idea. setting. Uh, winner was Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Nominees were Yakuza Zero and Horizon Zero Dawn. It seemed like mm-hmm. a good idea at the mm-hmm. time, Ross. Seemed. Hey, like the setting was fantastic. I stand by Yakuza. Oh no Zero. no no! I mean um the one per person. Oh yeah, it, it seemed like seem a good like idea, idea at the time. time. <laughs> um, best level or zone. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey New Donk City won. Uh, That's just unparalleled. Chapter 10 of Yakuza 0 was nominated and Destroying the Almighty... I couldn't remember the name of the mission. 1AU was the name of the mission. (laughs) Uh, How could I forget? Um, But that was the Like you're a real fan. We turned that, I think, into... I don't know. We might have had a moment on this, too. I think we did. Uh, Best Indie Game. Cuphead won. Pyre and Tacoma were also nominated. Um, mm, I think Pyre should have won that category. I think, the, I think Pyre should have won that as well. Pyre probably should have won it. Um, best story. So Persona 5 won. We got that right. Um, Yakuza 0 and Horizon Zero Dawn. Both have also have very good stories. Yeah, so like that was one of our hardest ones. Um, yeah. best Wait, what was, it, what was it again? Uh, uh, best, best story, Persona 5, Horizon, mm-hmm. and Yakuza 0. These were these were hard because I feel like we had redundant game. I don't know if we want to bring. See, this is hard to vote for. Best game no one played. Um, was a category we had. Divinity Two Original Sin won. Tales of Berseria was nominated. That was my and game. then Gravity Rush Two was nominated. Tales of Berseria was freaking oh, excellent. Berseria is so, so good. good. Um, I don't know. I've heard Vesperia is much better. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Worst. Zillia is better. No, I still no. stand by Divinity in that game in that category. That's a good. Divinity is the correct answer there. Yes, but I think I, okay. actually more people played that than we gave it credit for. I think that's why we did away with that. I um, think a lot of people started playing it after it went on sale. Though. Yeah. like I bought it when it first came out. Worst game. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. Worst game. Everyone played. Winner. Mass okay. Effect Andromeda. Also nominated. Mm. Wow. Okay. I had a hot take this year. Destiny two. <laughs> Hey! Destiny 2 Vanilla was bad. It was a bad game. It, was, it should feel bad. It was fine. It was <laughs> no, fine. No, it wasn't. I agree. Um, what was the 1 2 one? Switch. That's oh how I God. knew I nominated that was Destiny. Yours. 
How did one two switch not win? Well, no, what was the game that won? Mass Effect Andromeda. No, you nominated Andromeda. I nominated. Oh, you nominated right? Destiny. Oh, thank God. I nominated. Destiny. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> Chris I was like, I was I kidding. Vanilla Destiny. Vanilla Vanilla D two was fine. Vanilla D two It was bad. because we were all it didn't get this good year. Mind. Also, on top of us each nominating a game, we had to nominate a game we played. And Destiny was the only game I played that in. Like, right. Yeah, that's true. Right. That's true. Um, What's next? Best new character, aka the Drebin Award. It's tr- we should still have that. I, it's a failure on our part. All right, we didn't so have listen, we're gonna work on the list for next year. Um, oh my god! Best new Drebin character Award for 2017. I remember Ross was very upset at this one. Uh, Aloy mm. won. Uh, that was Nat. I nominated Moggy Lou. She was never gonna win, but she's hilarious. Uh, Senua was your nomination, Ross. Oh yeah, that was some bullshit. Yeah, you were not happy. Oh, uh, the story of Horizon was good. The a- the the Aloy was fine. Oh, I'm mad again. Yep. Um, the <laughs> Never Forget Award, which this was unnecessary. Um, but uh, Danganronpa V3 won that. Uh, oh Against yes. Yakuza Kiwami and Pyre. Oh, I'm unhappy. Because yeah. I nominated Kiwami. And, and I nominated, nominated Danganronpa. Um, oh, did you? Yeah. Um. Okay. Fucking this one, we got right. Okay? okay. Best moment. Okay. Near Automata yeah. ending E. Which, yeah. which yeah. one is that? Oh that was, my that god. That's the one with like the, the arcade you... shooter. And like you can't, you can't beat the credits. And so it's like, would you like oh. to ask for help? And other players come in and the music fucking swells. And it's fucking beautiful. And then it asks, do you want to help somebody else? And you're like, yeah, I want to help somebody else. Okay, you have to delete your save though. And I fucking yeah, deleted I that sure I, save. I made sure I got all the I didn't. Did I still deleted yeah, that, that fucking save. Fucking! T- that's the one of the best endings to a video game ever. You will not really change good. my mind. It was really. What were the other ones? Uh, Horizon. Uh, the the tie. In, uh, hold on. What? Horizon. The tie-in to the original Xenoblade Chronicles. No, I think those are. No, it, uh, the, those should, should be set. Yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles Two, the tie-in to the original. Yeah. Okay. Because I nominated Horizon. Horizon. Um, the Grave Horde sequence in Horizon Zero Dawn. Um. Near was mine. Was mine. I remember I spent the whole time like explaining everything, and then Ross was just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like, yeah. Then I played it, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." That makes yeah, sense. Ross didn't play it, but he heard enough, and he was like, "Yo, you're really passionate about this, so I'm gonna." I'm I don't gonna think this you. one is one we argued about very well, much because no. I wasn't attached to Horizon. Yeah. That well, yeah. no, it's just like yeah. I think I argued it enough that I won Ross over, and then he played yeah. it and understood. Fucking yeah. man, what's next? When it, this is this is fun. Yeah. I like getting mad. <laughs> Now you know my pain. Uh, best multiplayer, PUBG. I mean, that was an easy decision that year. Um, Ghost Recon Wildlands and Snipperclips. <laughs> yeah, PUBG was Sn- mine. So. Snipperclips and dark, that dark horse. See, this is another dumb category. The Meh Award. We were so dumb. Uh, <laughs> Ross won. It was Snake Pass. Uh, hey. Nat nominated Destiny 2. <laughs> I nominated Prey. You know what, Nat? I, I apologize. You should have wow, won. Wow, you know what? That's what I'm saying, Man. bro. Because it was just mad. Like, it wasn't bad. It was just mad. You want to know who won best voice acting? Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. That, that had great voice acting. but I'm still surprised. It beat... What were the other it options? It beat Uncharted, The Lost Legacy, and Horizon Zero Dawn. 
Horizon, yes. Uncharted, I could see an argument. Uncharted for probably should have won. Uncharted probably should have won. Who nominated what in that? Uh, I think Ross I, did Wolfenstein. Because I played Uncharted. Because I did, I did Uncharted. Because I played Uncharted. Mm-hmm. So you must have done Horizon, yeah. Nat. I did. I did. Wolf yeah. For context, yeah. it was just the three of us. It was just the three of us last year too. Um. This God. There were so many awards. 2017's 2016 yeah. <laughs> game of the year. Well, it was like a seven-parter Perfect. podcast. Yeah, it, was it, it was. It was a lot. Uh, 2017's 2016 game of the year. Uh, Stardew Valley won that. Other nominees were Dark Souls Three and Doom. Uh, That's biggest correct. letdown. The redundant categories continue. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite won. Halo Wars 2 was nominated. Was 1 mine. 2 Switch was nominated. Yep. Yep. Biggest surprise yep. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Uh, that one. Yeah. Perso- that was really yeah, good. Persona it was really 5 good. was a nominee. Uh, that was me what? because I never played Persona and Divinity Original oh, Sin 2. Okay. That was yeah. mine. Yep. Divinity. Um, best new IP Horizon Zero Dawn. I think we got that yep. right. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds and Pyre were the other nominees. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot I used this image. I took the image of him answering the phone <laughs> from oh, Yakuza. Yeah. Best sequel, oh, prequel, so uh, Yakuza 0, uh, Wolfenstein, yeah. the New Colossus, man. And Persona 5. What that a was category. stacked. Oh. Holy shit. Um, that gets me a little aroused. I'm not going to Best lie. track. <laughs> uh, it, the nominees were Wooded Kingdom theme, uh, Weight of the World, End of Yorha. This is funny. Because I nominated, uh. I I nominated a different track. I nominated "Rivers in the Desert," and it would have won, but I changed my mind after because I had already explained <laughs> ending E, and I was like, I can't nominate anything but this, and it ended up going to "Wake Up, Get Up, Get Out There," Persona Five. That was my nomination. "Rivers in and the Desert" so is still a better song than that, but I'm not. I'm okay. I, with I disagree. That. I disagree. Uh, best original score, Persona 5. Uh, other nominees were Super Mario Odyssey and Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, best visuals, Horizon Zero Dawn. Let's go. Um, against yeah. Super Mario Odyssey and Cuphead. Best multi-platform, yeah. Destiny 2. We did it. Look at that. Um, against that was our Wolfenstein, pity award. the New Colossus, and Nier Automata. What, what, what's messed up is that 2017, that was the year I was fighting for Destiny because I really liked Destiny yeah, 2 when he, it first came Ross out. Ross fought for that. Just so everybody yeah. knows, Ross fought for that one. And then and then Chris Chris wouldn't play with me, and then I fell off. But if it would have played with me, I would have still been playing Destiny today. I wouldn't have played back then because I was bored. Exactly. Best platform exclusive, uh, Breath of the Wild 1 versus Horizon Easy Zero Dawn mode. and Persona 5. And Game of the Year uh, was Breath of the Wild against Horizon Zero Dawn and Persona 5. Great year. Great freaking year. Uh, I got 2018 up. Yeah. Oh, do you want to go through that one? Because I have it up too. You're welcome. I'll go through 2018. Uh, 2018, best setting. So this one, we had just one runner-up in the winter. Yo, there was some Uh, poppycock going on last year. Uh, Yeah, so there's one runner-up and there was one winner. So best setting, runner-up, We Happy Few. Winner, Hitman 2. Uh, Best indie game. Oh, that was mine, Hitman 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's talking about the Uh, bullshit. Just one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, nah, there was some uh, poppycock going on elsewhere. I won that one with solid argument, though. <laughs> Best indie game. Runner-up, Dead Cells. Winner, Into the Breach. Yep. Uh, be- oh, yeah, this was the Red Dead year, so that we won nothing. Best character. Um, runner-up, Arthur Morgan. Winner, M- Mimir from God of War. 
This was the year Best God story. of War ran away with everything. Best story. Runner-up, Red Dead Redemption 2. Winner, God of War. Best multiplayer. Runner-up, Destiny 2 Forsaken. Winner, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I fought hard just to get that. the fucking runner-up. You guys have no idea how that. hard I had to fight just to get runner-up. Yep. Let's yep. not even talk about and the fucking the, music. Uh, we will. Best voice acting. Runner-up, Red Dead Redemption 2. Winner, God of War. Uh, day 2. Uh, best add-on content. Runner-up, Destiny 2, Warmind. Winner, Destiny 2, Forsaken. That's where neither Nat or I played any DLC that I year. did! Um, <laughs> biggest letdown, runner-up, Madden NFL Fuck 19. Winner, winner, question mark, Fallout 76. Um, biggest surprise, runner-up, was a tie. So we decided to arbitrarily do a tie for this Listen, one. Listen, there, there was uh, a valid reason for it, though. Because I made... Got- I made okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'll explain that. Biggest surprise, runner-up, God of War slash Hitman 2, winner, Darksiders So, 3. God of War, I said it was a surprise because it was such a drastic, like, departure. And I said that made it a big surprise with how, just how, like, not only was it good, it was the best God of War. Years later, and My argument like, was, it's a good fuck, it was a good fucking game and people would expect it was good. And, but uh, this but he argued the exact team. same thing for Hitman 2, which was literally Hitman 1 with new places. And, and then the White Privilege one. Anyway. And then Darksiders time. 3 won because that was actually surprising. But um, best, in, best in-game moment. I'm actually getting a little angry because this is two years in a row where like Yeah, but no, but this emotional... one, you knew. You knew with this one. You conceded this. You understood that, but you you agreed this, with me on this one. It's the second year in a row where my emotional plea of a moment that brought me to tears lost. Runner-up, final scene with Aunt May, Marvel Spider-Man. Winner, Kratos gets the Blades of Chaos, God of War. Yeah. Best yeah. new IP. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That we don't need to hold up. Is fucking amazing. That brought me to tears almost. Best new IP, runner-up, Octopath Traveler, winner, Marvel Spider-Man. Damn, man, that one kind of never really sat with me. <laughs> wait, what? But, like, it's just wait, weird seeing Marvel Be- Spider-Man, new... but it is a new IP, but it's weird. Yeah, that was best new IP, Net. Octopath Traveler. And... It was the runner-up, and then Spider- Marvel Spider-Man for PS4 was the winner. <laughs> um, best sequel or prequel, to continue the theme, runner-up, Red Dead Redemption 2, winner, God of War. Um, best music. This is bullshit. Runner-up, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate winner, Octopath Traveler. Destiny Two Forsaken should have been the runner-up at the very least. They wouldn't even let me argue runner-up. They just declared the winner, and then I was fucked. <laughs> we both came to an agreement. Yeah, the two uh, of you came to an agreement. Yeah, exactly. It was beautiful. Best visuals. Uh, another tie. Because uh, this is one that Chris was literally bleeding on a hill for. Well, after the last uh, one, you goddamn better believe. A tie between Marvel Spider-Man and Destiny 2 Forsaken. Winner was God of War. Uh, best Publisher. Runner-up Nintendo. Winner, Sony. And Game of the Year. There was no runner-up. It was just God of War. Yeah. And that was 2018. So there you have it. That's it. That's all, We're all done. The games of the year. We didn't do a, a total one for, um, uh, whatchamacallit, for 2016. We just did our lists, but 
Right. I guess so. Right. This technically is the third game of the year, but still. I, yeah. Oh man, that's game it. of the year in the books. Another one. Yeah. Hey, what was Thanks. What, you guys don't want to go over 2016. What we all personally liked. Uh, uh, I feel like it's no argument about it. We could just go down the list real quick. Yeah, you didn't do Bring one. The list. As far as games next year goes, you guys reminded me of talking about Berseria. Tales of Arise. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe Elden Ring. Yeah. God, I hope that game is good. Um, it's 2016. Next year is going to be nuts. I found him, Ross. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go through yours first. Oh, I found okay. mine, actually. I'll do mine, then. Um, okay. Yep. Uh, so this was fun. I'm going to end my audio. No, 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 no. We're still recording. Okay. No, don't don't end. No, no, no. Um, we're almost yeah. done. Uh, number ten, Tom Clancy's The Division, which is really funny because I was playing this on PS4 with Tony, and I mentioned in it that like, oh, one of my favorite parts of uh, the game was that I was playing with um, with one of my buddies that I didn't play a lot of games with lately, and then he sold his PS4. Perfect. Yep, classic Tony. Not not this Tony, other Tony. Um. Number nine was Firewatch. Number eight was Civ Six. Number seven was Fire Emblem Fates Conquest. Number six was... Wait, Civ Six in 2016? Yes. Okay. Yes. Keep going. Um, Fire Emblem Fates Conquest was a seven. Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE was six. Um, Uncharted 4 was five. Four was Overwatch. Three was Titanfall 2. Two was Final Fantasy fifteen, and one was Dark Souls three. And then mine was number ten was Firewatch. Number f- nine Uncharted four: A Thief's End. Uh, number eight Virginia. Number seven Inside. Number six. Wow. Number six Dark Souls three. Hey. Um, number five Quantum Break. Number four Oxenfree. Number three Overwatch. Number two, Darkest Dungeon, and number one, The Last Guardian. You know what? We did do all of us random, which was a big deal when we used to do it. We used to do the best of E3. Yeah, we we, we turned oh, that yeah. just into a podcast thing because it was like, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't want to make too many lists. We were making a lot that's of what, lists. That's the list I was thinking of. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Um, thanks for sticking with us through 2019. So going, uh, thanks going to forward, we'll, over we'll the... recap these uh, just the past year. So next year, look also, forward to recapping 2019. The logo from 2017 was pretty snazzy, right. if I do say so myself. You're right. You want to make a new one for 2019 for Game of the Year? Just for the site? I'd have to be inspired. Well, you are inspired. Podcast. Consider yourself inspired. Uh, Tony, uh, uh, Jerry, anything to add before we wrap up? No, I think uh, I think we had a good uh, good little run here today. It was it was honestly a pleasure having you guys because it made this whole experience better. We can record more on Sundays. Just a couple yeah. extra voices. Great. Huh? I think Sundays are probably going to be What's my that? best times to record because almost uh, everyone's out of the house. For most of the day. That's a that's a that's a struggle yeah. for me on a normal day. Uh, man, if I hadn't called out today, I'd still be at work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd like to over the course of this past year, I'd like to thank Tony and recently Jerry for coming on. We're happy to have you. Hopefully, you can, uh, uh, Jerry, especially if you can be on the the weekly podcast that we record. Having the more the merrier. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<clears throat> but uh but yeah it's nice to get some fresh perspectives and uh some new voices in here you've heard the you've heard chris nat and me for a, a long, long time, time. <laughs> it's nice to get some fresh voices in here yeah but uh but yeah that's 2019 i think there's still going to be one more podcast that comes out this year uh, uh well there's one, gonna be maybe? well how many more fridays are there I mean, we're recording one on two New more. Year's and Christmas. <sighs> two more Fridays. I, yeah, I, ultimately, we'll still probably do one for the 21st and the 28th. Or I'm going to try um, to, at least. Yeah. I want to keep it looking weekly. forward to. I got to stay consistent. Looking looking forward to 2020. Lots of, lots of games. New stuff happening for the site. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned. Lots also, of good things coming. Hades looks pretty good. I might have to pick this up. I'm looking at the wonderfully crafted article. Oh, my thank good you. friend. Yeah, it's on Steam Early Access now. It's true. So check it out. It's phenomenal. I get to make an article for all this now. I should make Ross do it. <laughs> I'll be out of yeah, town. I know. For the next two yeah. weeks. <laughs> when should I put this up? Uh, anytime. I feel. Well, yeah, guys. Thanks for listening. I could just use this yeah. for the next. Yeah, two you weeks. could. I'm just cutting my audio now. I could just use this for the next two weeks of podcasts. Yeah. It's not a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> Yep, let's do that. So thanks for listening, and we will catch you all in 2020. Later. Bye.